Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 448, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well, Parts. What's new? Uh, not much. No. What What's going on with your guy, Bill Self? Did self-imposed Didn't he already get in trouble? I thought they already, like, did sanctions for that. Or is this nah, they were investigating that, that like 30 years ago. No. Oh. You know how they, these things happen. Sketchy. Come out 10 years ago, say that they... Had all these violations and then nothing happens. Yeah, that's usually what happens. All the they get they can do these self-imposed things and like okay, they're all set. I always find that that to be kind of funny that they like the NCAA they try to be these big bad like the arm of the law and then they let these schools do these self-imposed penalties and they're like okay, well the stuff they did was probably nothing. They're paying players now. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. That doesn't matter. It was within the. At the time. Yeah, no, I know. But, like, imagine, like, you get pulled over for speeding, and you tell the cop, I'm just going to give myself a $20 ticket. Don't worry about it. It's like, okay, that's fine. Self-imposed, fine. Just, you're on your way. Like, don't let it happen again. Yeah, it's like you go to, it's like you go to court, and you just settle out. That's all they do. Yeah, they... I guess that's what it is. I just was kind of surprised to see it, because I didn't think, there was anything in the like in the works. I remember hearing about it a couple of years ago, but I didn't think anything was coming out of it. Yeah, because you were trying to tell me that Self was almost as dirty as Jim Calhoun. I wasn't having Close. any of it. Yeah, well, they both had a four game suspension, self imposed. Head coach of the Connecticut Huskies is Jim Calhoun. You excited about college basketball season coming back? I was actually I was actually on the mutter this afternoon. I was searching to see when the games start. URI is playing a brutal schedule. I mean, they play nobody. They got Quinnipiac coming up. They they're Monday. playing at Kansas State. That's the only team that's like recognized. They got a terrible Providence. schedule. Ah, well, they play that every year. That's yeah. They're not playing like Boston College. Them. I know Boston, yeah, Boston College, College, College is garbage. They have a, they're not playing in any like preseason tournaments that they nah, have a they, a good they've game. got nothing. It's a bad, bad, bad schedule. Yeah. They played Brown tough though. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta get uh what's his name? Archie Miller. You gotta give him a chance to get his feet wet. Okay. I because guess. they were playing in the schedule long before Archie Miller came on. I know that was that was being sarcastic parts. Who's gonna be good this year? Everyone says Gonzaga, be... North Carolina. Yeah, Gonzaga is the biggest fraud in all of sports. Don't you think so? Oh, you don't think Gonzaga is the biggest fraud there is? Oh, I agree. I love Root. They go 31 them. and 1. They play nobody. They get a one seed and then they get knocked out by like Kansas State in the in the yeah. one in the okay. second round, the one nine game. And then they made the final four like once, and everyone's like, well, they made the final four. They've been supposedly like dominant for 25 years and they've all really their made... good players sucked. That Morrison was terrible. Was he the one that had the porn stash? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all look the same. They're big white stiffs. That guy from Minnesota is going to be a dud in the NBA, don't you think? He's already out for the year. He never. Oh, built... that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Big news that he w- didn't go to Minnesota. He went to. Like, if you're a big player, why would you even pick there? Why, why don't you go to the Blue Bloods? Yeah. yeah, I would. I mean, I mean it's not I... like it's in. You know, Sarasota, Florida, or something. I mean, it's in the yeah, Spokane, Washington. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't know why anyone would go to UConn. I mean, at least they have they win and they put guys in the NBA because it's close. Because it's, it's close to their recruiting. It's close That's to true, New, York New York City and, and, and Maryland and DC and all that. Yeah, stuff. it's not too. I I yeah, I get that part, but like, I never understood how they could build up that program. There. I never understood it either. I think we're gonna find out that Mister Calhoun was dirtier than we oh, first he's, thought. He's old man. He's retired. He's, he's a great. I love Calhoun. I like Hurley too. You probably don't like him. Despite yeah, he's fine. I like I like Bob. Oh, Dan, rather. Dan. I Bob's like Bob better State. though. Yeah, Bob was more of a dirty baller from Jersey City. Well, Dan Dan wasn't good. He yeah. wasn't as good. So Dan was. He played. Run. He played a Seton Hall. He was fine. Yeah, but he was a. He came off the bench. Bobby Hurley was Player of the Year. Dan Hurley, Bob Hurley. Do you think he would have been a good NBA player if he didn't have the motorcycle accent, Bob Hurley? I do. I can't. I did, I never knew because he was. He just tiny. played within himself. He didn't do yeah. stupid things. He would he have been like he... another Stockton or like a Mark Price? I think so. Mark Price, good. sure. Yeah. That's the best one of the day, right there. It's a good comparison, right there. He probably would have been a superstar in this NBA. Just make like nine hundred threes a game. Do you see that fat? The fat guy from Minnesota. No. The... Anthony Edwards. Oh, the Timberwolves. Yeah. No, what happened? So he was like the number one pick out of Georgia. Great player. I mean, I remember, he's, a, yeah. he's a good ball player. So he's talking about, and I, I, he, he eats, he ate too much Popeyes. He talked about his off season and like what he enjoys eating. And Cat, Carl Anthony Towns called him out. And I guess last night he had a bunch of turnovers against uh, Phoenix, and he yeah. said that he was fatigued in oh, the fourth no. quarter, and he has to really take a look at his conditioning. So this is going to be the story all year. Up Guys are eight just... games in. You just trade. You just traded for Rudy Gobert. You're trying to make this is this is your one chance. This is their year. This is not and not. It's still a building year, but this is where you you're a four seed and you go challenge. Corner. Yeah, and you can't stay off the Popeyes. That's bad, huh? That's awful. You talk about these guys that like go out drinking and go to the strip clubs, and then you got a guy that just likes the spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, I, I just like I like food like anybody else, but when you, when this is your job, I've always said that, but I don't know if I have the willpower. Yeah, you do. If your company said that they'll give you a hundred thousand dollar a year bonus if you get to your normal BNI, you kidding me? That's true. Although I, I like chips, it'd be tough private country club and you could travel whenever the hell you wanted and all, all right, you have I'm to in. do is stay off the Twinkies. I think I'm you in. could do it. I could do it. Yeah, you're I right. Think you could do it. I'm in. That's funny. <laughs> Just on the Popeyes. Of all the things. And I guess that's not that bad though. Like it's not like he's like blowing, you know, booger sugar up his nose. I think I actually brought this up on the golf course with Mr. Casciano. It was on 13 as a matter of fact. He said oh, he's never it? been to Popeyes, but he wants to. I agree. Have you ever had Popeyes? Yeah, I've, I've had Popeyes. Is it as good as KFC or is it different? Uh, it's it's in between KFC and Chick-fil-A. It's not as good as Chick-fil-A, but it's a little better than KFC. Oh, okay. Although I like I'm like KFC's good. For me, like KFC is good. Like Taco Bell is good. You know what you're getting? Garbage like food. Yeah, I haven't had the Helen Taco <sighs> Helen forever. Taco Hell. It's not good. That's the that's something that like you're a liquid guy anyway. That must turn into like liquid liquid. Like but I mean that Bell. that. But I could eat those soft shell Taco Supremes. That's what I always would get. To, like t- I got like seventy of them. I'd eat yeah. a dozen of those and put the fire sauce on. They have a Diablo sauce now. It's even hotter than the fire. It's pretty good. Speaking from experience, when was the last time you were there? Uh, this calendar year. Oh, see, I haven't been probably since I moved to Florida. Oh, over the summer. Like, sometimes at work, I'll just run out and get, like, a cheesy beef and bean burrito or something for lunch. Your office must just rot. Do you, is that <laughs> office awful? That's not too bad. It's not that bad. It's a big warehouse. There's a lot of air circulation in there. I mean, you know, your clientele isn't exactly. Yeah, you should smell some of these guys coming Right, in. exactly. And they're eating the bean burritos as they're walking in to buy some fertilizer. You got that right. Oh, unbelievable. What do you think? Should we take our first break? Yeah, here? let's take our break. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to Fantasmic. 
Tonight, our friend and host, Mickey Mouse, uses his vivid imagination to create magical imagery for all to enjoy. Nothing is more wonderful than the imagination. For in a moment, you can experience a beautiful fantasy or an exciting adventure. But beware. Nothing is more powerful than the imagination, for it can also expand your greatest fears into an overwhelming nightmare. Are the powers of Mickey's incredible imagination strong enough and bright enough to withstand the evil forces that invade Mickey's dream? You are about to find out. For we now invite you to join Mickey and experience Fantasmic. A journey beyond your wildest imagination. All right, we are back from break. This is episode number 448 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we are going to be talking some news from around Walt Disney World. And maybe the break music gave away some of the news, but we'll save that one for a little bit later in the episode. There's a few things going on. The change of the seasons parts. Halloween is over. Now it's Christmas, November 1st yep. at Walt Disney World. I don't know why. I, I probably should have the same issue I do with the Halloween stuff. But so, for some reason, like November 1st, having all the Christmas stuff up doesn't bother me. Like when August 1st comes around, they start throwing up the pumpkins. Do you, you know what I Like, it's just too... It doesn't seem right in August to have the Halloween stuff going. Here's the thing for me, Bill. Neither bothers me because I understand you're visiting in November. You want to be in the Christmas spirit. Sure. You're visiting in September. You might want to be in the Halloween spirit. For me personally, I hated the transition. So for me to be slapped in the face with a pumpkin the end of August would have absolutely devastated me knowing that I have to get on a plane and fly back up north. The end of I think it was like the beginning of August this yeah. year, but whatever. You know, either way, it was I like think that, that might first be the fireplace that I smelled in September walking Fenway up in Minnesota. That was it. That was it. We'll see you. We'll see you again in September, in as Joe Buck. Yeah, as Joe Buck once said. Yeah, that's that is a tough. Uh, I think that might be part of it. Is that that first pumpkin at Walt Disney World? It's like, oh, it's still not like it's still ninety degrees here, but now you're trying to slap me in the face with this fall nonsense that I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Crunching leaves and frost in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's November now. Granted, it's been seven. It's gonna be seventy the rest of the week here. Part of the beautiful day. Yeah, beautiful week. But yep, the end is near, like you said. And. uh yeah, like the Christmas stuff doesn't bother me because I've I've been able to kind of come to my terms with it with all the Halloween. Like once October hits, I'm like, okay, it's definitely fall now, and I'm ready for it. But getting that like early slap in the face from Disney just doesn't sit right with me. And I'll I think be honest, I'd, I'd be fine if they never if they never took down the decorations at the Grand Floridian or at Wilderness Lodge and they just Christmas left it up year round. Year. I, I'd be fine with that. The tree going in yep. like March and the trees up, you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. They could do like a Christmas resort. That'd be like, imagine everything just themed to Christmas. People would like that. You know what I was thinking? What's that parts? An adults only resort. Yeah. How nice would that be? I guess it doesn't seem to really fit in line with their uh, business plan, but imagine the Riviera was adults only. Oh, Billy. Like, you're just thinking because you just don't want the weasels around. You're not thinking, like, debauchery or anything, necessarily. No, no, no. I think that would be fantastic if they had a resorts only. Like, you're you're not trying to make it, like, Pleasure Island where people are drunk and stumbling around. You just want no kids around. Right. Correct. Yeah. Because you don't want it to be, like, Mardi Gras party atmosphere. No, 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 no. I don't want want to be on the Carnival Cruise Line. No, 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 no. Because that's the problem. I am a highbrow and snob, Pods. The problem is, once you do that... That's what will be the end result. Like you know, not at Riviera, not I at Riviera, because so. we're gonna, we're going to squeeze those people out. You think money's the pe- the reason keeping people away from getting all all sloppy? It's the yeah, kid? yeah. No, I don't think the money has anything to do with it. Y- yeah, I do. Look at Epcot. 
locals. Yeah, I don't know. I I disagree. I think the I think if it was adults only, eighteen plus, whatever it was, I think it would turn into a a you know what show. Yeah, I don't not not at not at eight hundred bucks a night. I still think it would. I don't think so, because you're gonna have it anyways. Though the the problem is you're not gonna. We'll never find out because they're never gonna do it. How about just an adults only pool? Can we just have that? That wouldn't be too bad. Adult swim. Some of the hot tubs they have signs that ask for keeping the kids out, right? Yeah, that works. <laughs> well, I didn't say it worked. Anyways, we won't get into parenting one hundred and one or Weasels one hundred and one. We have a lot of news to. Yeah. So, how, how do you? Discuss. What do you want to start with? Here, you want to start with some of this Christmas stuff? Sure. <clears throat> how about the uh, the full list of food and beverages coming to the twenty twenty two Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? Which one you is like, this on our list? Uh, it's like the fourth or fifth one down. Sixth one down, I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, what do you think? Do you care about any of these, like, seasonal? You never get this stuff, do you? Even, like, if you happen to be there, you don't care. No, about no, no, no. I'm very simple, parts. You know that. You're gonna you're leaving you're not sticking around Magic Kingdom tea anyway. No, no, not when you have Steakhouse 21 in the Grand Flow Cafe. Right. There's absolutely no reason to be eating at the Magic Kingdom. Steakhouse so they, 21, Steakhouse 71. 71. I know what you meant. If you're thinking 21 plus Riviera, that's what you're thinking. That's of. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the 21 and yeah, 21 and over. So at uh I, I can't I every time I see it, I know it's supposed to be anti gravity, but I don't say anti. I would say auntie. Auntie gravity's galactic goodies. Like the pun is that it's anti gravity, like no gravity. Oh, but it's auntie, like Aunt, aunt Judy. Like we say aunt, we don't say aunt. Most Correct. people say aunt, but not us northeast rubes. Yeah. Where's the line of demarcation for that though? Is I don't know, because Schaefer you, says aunt and he says it anno- more annoyingly. Yeah, aunt. Aunt. Yeah. Uh it's just got to be New England, right? I think it's New England. I, I would say New York also says aunt. But my but like Sarah's mom used to say aunt and she was from Norwalk, Connecticut. I think so it's I the Danielson border. You think it might be outside the 395 corridor? Like it and... could be like eastern Connecticut and like up through Massachusetts into Maine and everything. That could be it. Okay. I don't know. Let us know. Are you Aunt or aunt? I would like yeah, to find yeah, do, out from do, our listeners. Do let us know. <clears throat> because maybe it's just, maybe it's a family to family thing. Anyway, so at Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies, they have the Lock, Shock, and Barrel Sunday, which is a festive vanilla cake, vanilla ice cream, strawberry topping, whipped cream, and Christmas sprinkles. With a lock, shock, and barrel chocolate piece. They're from Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are you know what I'm so, seeing here, Pards? What's that? I'm seeing um, a lot of like cinnamon tasting. I'm well, seeing the reds. One, yeah, I'm seeing the reds in these desserts, and, I, well, and I'm just yeah, that one's strawberry. That's just like vanilla ice cream with strawberry and some vanilla cake, and it looks red, white, and green for Christmas. That, that one's looks fine. Looks okay. Next, we have the sugar plum shake. Spiced sugar plum soft serve topped with cherry syrup with cream and sprinkles. I don't know if I would try that. I don't know what a sugar plum supposed to taste like, and I don't think I want to spend like seven bucks on a I shake don't. to find out. No. We go to Casey's Corner, and we have the holiday dinner dog, an all-beef hot dog with cranberry mustard, savory stuffing, funnel cake, savory stuffing funnel cake, and cheese curds. I'm all set with that. What is the stuffing funnel cake? Like oh, cheese sounds, curds I like. Oh, that sounds awful. The mustard cranberry mustard sounds okay, but I don't know. Like it's a it's a lot. That's a bit much. That sounds pretty bad right there. And then they have a uh, Christmas tree cake, which is red velvet brownie cheesecake with eggnog buttercream and spiced caramel topped with mini sugar Christmas lights. I don't I'm I'm not a big eggnog guy. Are you an eggnog guy? Not at all. I don't I can have like half a glass mixed with milk once a year. That's it. But I don't, I'm not a huge fan of eggnog. But I especially don't like stuff that's flavored as eggnog. Like I'll have actual eggnog, 
But like anything that they have like the artificial eggnog flavoring in it is a no go for me. At Cool Ship, I don't even do you know where that is? Cool Ship? No. Okay. That's in Magic Kingdom, apparently. They have the polar bear claw, which is a chocolate hazelnut pastry with white and dark chocolate. I'm sure that's fine if you want like a sweet pastry. The Friars Nook, they have curry brat tots. Tots topped with chopped bratwurst, curry ketchup, and apple slaw. Mm, I don't know about that. All set. The Tinkerbell Cream Puff, a cream puff and compressed carrot cake topped with spiced cream cheese icing, spiced walnuts, and chocolate wings. Again, that doesn't look too great. The Golden Oak Outpost, we have fried pork tamale served Christmas style with red and green chili sauce and queso fresco. That actually looks really good and sounds really good. Do you like tamales? Have you ever had a tamale? Not a huge fan. Oh, you don't like them? I think Not a really huge good. fan. No, I like tamales. Okay. The chai caramel freeze. This is also at the Golden Oak Outpost. Salted caramel freeze with chai spice whipped cream. That's a pass for me. Um, the Main Street Bakery has a cinnamon roll, Mickey Mouse shaped cinnamon roll with white icing. I don't know what makes that Christmassy. And then a Mickey Mouse, a Mickey Moose ornament treat, gingerbread mousse with crispy center and a spiced almond cake with brownie crumble. Looks like an ornament. Okay. Pecos Bill, we have Texas-sized sweet potato pie, baked sweet potato pie with marshmallow meringue and candied pecans. Mm, I don't know about that. Pecans or pecans? I say pecans. Pecan yeah, say... pie, but yeah, there's three. I say way. pecan that... pie, but then I say pecans. Pecans. So you could say pecan pie. You could say pecans, or I think like people in Louisiana say it even a third way, like pecan. I forget how they say. It. I remember Lisa Green gave us a lesson on that back in the day, on how to say it. Yeah. Uh, the The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor has peppermint hot fudge brownie sundae, pepper peppermint ice cream hot fudge candy cane pieces served on a brownie. That sounds good to me. Candy cane hot cocoa, hot chocolate with peppermint ice cream, whipped cream, and candy cane pieces. That also sounds pretty good. Sleepy Hollow, they have a funnel cake sundae, peppermint ice cream, M&M's, and hot fudge served on a funnel cake. Peppermint's just not doing it for me. You don't like, I love peppermint ice cream. I really do like peppermint. No, 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 no. I like that. There's a lot of peppermint here. We have the Sandy Claws peppermint mousse treat, white chocolate peppermint mousse with a chocolate fudge center and a chocolate Santa hat and a chocolate Jack Skellington. And they have an apple cider float. Apple cider topped with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and sprinkled with cinnamon. Um, uh, Sunshine Tree Terrace, they have Once Upon a Christmas Time tart. Chocolate and cranberry tart with chocolate Mickey ears. That actually sounds good. I like chocolate Once cranberry. Upon a Christmas time at Christmas. Um, then just at various carts throughout Main Street, they have a Christmas cookie churro. A churro served with marshmallow cream, cookie crumbles, and Christmas sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles, excuse me. And then they have a Christmas wreath donut, a red velvet donut with green buttercream and holiday sprinkle decorations. That actually looks pretty good. Do you, you don't like donuts that much, though, do you? No. Uh, that donut looks good to me. I would eat that. Any of those? Like you, you sound like you're Ofer on all those. Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, is there anything Susie would get that you'd want to bite of? Like, that you think she might? I, I just don't like Christmassy stuff, so I don't like the cinnamon. Or peppermint, apparently. Peppermint, like. yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. So, yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I might try a bite Pamali of. But... sounds really good. I would definitely have that. Not enough savory stuff. Everything's sweet. Like, I'd rather have, like, more of the savory stuff. And I'd rather just have a steak and French onion soup. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I'm saying if they're going to add new stuff, like, why not have something that's a little, I don't know, a little more unique? We'll stick with the uh, the Christmas theme. The, uh, the Beach Club, they've debuted the uh, gingerbread carousel that they put in the lobby there, oh, and man. this year they themed it to Disney princesses. So each horse is decorated as an homage to a different Disney princess. 
to build this carousel, they use 432 pounds of honey, 1,200 pounds of flour, 100 pounds of eggs, 25 pounds of spices, 10 pounds of simple syrup, 200 pounds of icing, 10 quarts of egg whites, 100 pounds of confectioner's sugar. How good does that look, though? 50, oh, they do such a good job with that. 50 pounds of dark chocolate, 200 gum paste flowers, and 20 pounds of Grand Marnier liquor. It just, I mean, because it's Because if impeccable. you didn't add the 20 pounds of Grand Marnier liquor, it wouldn't come out. That wouldn't be the final touch. Like, who figured this out? I don't understand. I was actually wondering about the Grand Marnier, what it adds, if it's just like the smell. If it helps right. Like, how, how do they figure this whole thing out? Because it's not to eat, but it's all edible, technically. Like, no one's eating it ever. But those lobbies, they, they are so nice. Beach Club, Yacht Club, and. But you know what the cool Board thing is walk. about I this? I just love them. About this carousel is you can go there. And it's like the tree of life. You can stare at it and find new details every two minutes and be like, oh, did you see that on this one? There, You know, like each carousel horse is themed to a princess. So you're like, oh, you're looking at the Beauty and the Beast one. Oh, there's a book because Belle likes books. And there's a rose and a mirror. And oh, there's a Tiana one. And she has beignets on her back. It, it, you know, all that kind of stuff. That just the detail that goes into it. You can spend a lot of time looking at this stuff it's very cool they do such a good job with that and it's one of those things that they it i'm surprised they still do it because they can't charge you extra for it you know you're paying you're paying to stay there anyway i don't know i'm glad they still do that kind of stuff but i'm surprised that they that they do. You know, it's also nice. They put a uh, a list of all the people that were involved in making it as part of the display. That's cool. Santa, Santa's nice list. It says our pastry chefs uh, and bakers have worked over six hundred hours uh, to accomplish this task. Then there is one, two, three, four, five. Someone named Vito, I believe. Vito. Yeah, there's a Vito on Don Vito Corleone? But it looks like it's about like 30 to 40 people, all all part of it. It's great, though. Love that. And, you yeah. know, in the gingerbread house, everyone always talks about the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian, right. which is fantastic. But the details in mm-hmm. this carousel blow you away. It's like when they do the Easter eggs. It's the same thing. Like mm-hmm. those Easter egg displays just blow you away. Um, what else do we have here? We have uh, Kipo with the Christmas theme. I think this is the last one for that. Mm-hmm. This is a, a quick one. The Jingle Cruise is back, which I like that they do that. They do the overlay for the uh, for the Jingle Cruise, so that's there. That makes it fun. I like that they do that. I think it's a good thing. I always enjoy the Jungle Cruise anyway, and it's nice to mm-hmm. have a little. I completely agree. Completely agree. Loved it. Loved it. Now, I am excited. I don't think it's happened yet because I haven't seen anything. I'm excited to find out the soundtrack for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Christmas overlay. I want to know what songs are in there. I'm dying. It's got to be Mariah Carey. has to be. I don't know. The time frame doesn't match up because that's like set in the 80s. That came out in like 90s. It wasn't like 89? No, uh, all I want for Christmas you is like early '90s, early to mid '90s. They could still do it, but it doesn't match up time wise. It's gotta be, it's gotta be like Wham, Last Christmas, Step Into Christmas could definitely be it. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Step Into Christmas would be the absolute perfect song for that ride. Oh, I don't know. Last Christmas a... would be good. What? Last Christmas would be good. No, because you're not really dancing. That's true. It's not fast. Stand- How about the you're, you're, you're in that open area, yeah, and you're just going sideways and I step into Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have the low. That's perfect. Yeah, right at the beginning, that part. And then you just blow up backwards. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That would be good. I, I'm excited to find out what uh what they're gonna be. How about uh does this Mr. Toad popcorn bucket do anything for you? That was such a good ride. You like that? It was so simple. It is. I I I did the I never did it at Disney World, but I did ride it at Disneyland. They still have it. it there. Yeah, when I went a few years ago, I, I rode it and I liked it. But wasn't it just so simple? There's nothing to it. There's and nothing to fine. it. It's, it's just really so good. Perfect. It's fun. Yeah. That thing's gorgeous. When is that going to be available? It's. I think it's available now, but you have to like make a fast pass for it. Mobile so I have to buy Genie up. Plus so that I can buy a popcorn bucket. I don't know if you have to buy Genie Plus, but you have to oh, like, make okay. a reservation, like a dining reservation. That's the best one of the day, right there. How much That'd is it? A- uh, thirty four ninety nine, I believe. Oh, what a steal! That's what it's, it says. Fifteen to thirty four ninety nine per adult. So I don't know. That thing is so gorgeous. Does it say it on here? It is. It's. I mean, I like Figment better than Mister Toad, but it's a better. That's a better popcorn bucket. That's like a better collectible than the Figment one. It's so perfect. It's thirty. They're merchandisers. They they're leaving so much money on the table. I tell you these these candles. If they got in the candle, you game, you you and I could start this department and add a lot of money to their bottom line. A lot of revenue. We just know what people want because it's what we want. Correct. And we wouldn't be like the end all be all because we don't know what the cheerleaders want. We know what the nerds want. You know what like, the cheerleaders want? They just want the Mickey they ears. Have. They they want what that's already there. They need like the nostalgia department. They need right. to bring. Like they want, they want Mickey ears and lousy T-shirts that cost forty three dollars that don't fit in the arms. Like, imagine if you could go to Epcot in their new shop and they had a whole rack of DVDs of all the like Disney planning videos from every year they ever had. Like, you could buy like the nineteen eighty six like Disney planning video that used to get sent to your house. There was nothing better than the VHS sets. That's I, I Bill. 90% of my uh, spending was on that stuff. And right, and, that still, was... and I'll still watch them on YouTube because I obviously don't have a VHS player. I know all that stuff's on YouTube, but if Disney like rebranded it and had like digital download, like you'd buy like a digital download of it or whatever, mm-hmm. I would do that. Like you buy it from the year you're born or the first year you went on your trip and you get like the video because they have all that stuff. It's all archived. It's, it's not all like there. On. It'd be fantastic. They're just leaving money on the table. The candles is a no-brainer. I don't know how many times I can beat that drum. I mean, that magic candle company's got to be doing pretty good business. And I am shocked that Disney hasn't gotten on board with that yet. Apparently, okay. Universal sells them. Did you know oh, that? I, no. I just found that out. Universal no. sells uh, Park Sense in their shops. They're working with a candle company to do it. It's an absolute no-brainer. You don't magic... think mag- you don't think Magic Candles brought this to Dis- Disney? Yeah, but Disney could just go around them. They don't have any rights to any of the names, and Disney could just go around them and name a price. But imagine going like getting off Pirates of the Caribbean, and there's just a whole wall of candles that says like pirate water smell. And then you go and you open it and you smell the lid like you do. Like that's yeah. the proper way to smell a candle for those of you who lid. aren't familiar with the Yankee Candle Company. You're supposed to smell the lid and, like just... and not the candle itself. Right. And that's why they put coffee beans, too. You're supposed to get some coffee beans and smell those in it between your smell sessions. Yes. Correct. Yeah, neutral. But could you imagine, though, you get off that ride, you get a little bit of coffee beans, you smell those, mm-hmm. and then you go and you grab that pirate water. You have to have it. You just got off the ride. You're saying that's the best smell in the world. It smells like the mall. It smells like it's right there. 
And you come off Soren and they got like eight different candles. They got the Soren over California collection, the Soren over the world collection. Well, Bill, they have they not only they have the singles, but then they also have the party packs. That's what I mean. It's a three they have pack the party or packs yeah, right You there. got the grass, you got the dirt, you got the orange groves, you got the ocean smell. And then you can do some mix. Oh, you don't like the party pack? Well, we can do a mix and match by by yeah. s- buy three get buy one five for- get one free. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Oh. Bob Chapek, we know you're listening. Oh, we know he? you listen to this show. Tell, listen, I have to say something about Chapek. I'm going to give him a rare compliment. I think the beard is working for him. I like the beard. I think it I helps. like the beard. Here's why. Okay. And I don't know if it's the same thing for you. Bob Chapek has been and always will be a little weasel who i want to slap mm-hmm. his okay. face isn't quite as slappable with yes. that beard it right? makes him he's not as slappable he's not as slappable because his whole face was just round and shiny and now and he just had that weasel smell that, that, yeah. that weasel smirky look didn't he yep. that yeah. snarky little weasel just breaks it up just a little bit you're like it's oh, not maybe. as slappable right now you're like maybe i'd have a beer with him then he opens his mouth and that all goes out the window but like you just see like when you saw him without the beard you're like, I need to slap that guy. I want to avoid him at all costs. Now you see him. He's like, oh, if you got paired with him as your fourth at Sarah Bay, you'd be like, oh, maybe he's okay. Right. With the beard. Right. Before the beard, you'd be like, oh, no, this is going to be a long round. And he had that glow because, you know, like he was in the makeup room prior to like all of his press. <laughs> oh, and he just had that. that glow, didn't he? Oils all over. Him. Oh, that oil was just leaking all over <laughs> that. <laughs> But I, I think the beard's working for him. So if he is listening, I guess they keep the beard. It's working for him. Yeah, it definitely is. It doesn't work for everybody, you you included, but... Oh, come on. This is a beautiful beard. Got a lot of compliments on this beard. Anyway, uh, what were we saying? We were talking candles again, as we mm-hmm. often do on this this episode. You buy a thing of popcorn with your toad bucket, and they're like, oh, by the way, do you want a Main Street popcorn candle to go popcorn with it for an extra Main $34.99? And you smell, oh, actually, I do. I do want that. Then they could sell all the stupid, like, ride-themed, like, candle holders and accessories. It's not just candles, parts. Now you got your Mr. Toad candle holder to go with your Mr. Toad candle, and... You come off of uh, Spaceship Earth, and you have a Spaceship Earth candle holder, and it smells like Rome burning and things yeah. like that. I mean, I don't know. How much How much money can we give this company with this idea? The only thing I could think of is they're in the middle of negotiating it, because there's no other explanation for why this doesn't exist right but now. But it's been them. too long. It's been, it's been a century now. Yeah, well, that's true. It's been a long time. Like, they're not doing it because they're like, oh, we don't want to totally crush these mom and pop businesses on Etsy that are selling the candles because, you know, that's not the case. And I don't think that they would crush these people because this is just. This is the rooms in the park. You're not going to order. It's when you buy a candy bar in the checkout lane at a supermarket. Yeah. They're not going to destroy all these other companies. No. And you're in the caramel shop in germany and they have just candles at the front like oh by the way you like the smell (laughs) here it is bring it home with you no brainer if they sold candles if they had magic candle company candles at different shops and attractions that went along with it at disney i'd spend 500 dollars a trip on candles oh because it would be so much easier because the yankee candle it's it's a pain i mean sometimes they are so slow because they're so busy right so I won't blame, but there's sometimes where it's two weeks before I get something. Yeah. I mean, I got I got this one going right now. Those of you listening obviously can't see, but I just fired up the I mean, this is by far my favorite. Oh, the Grand Floridian. Oh God, it's yeah. so good. They have it in every shop at the lobby at the Grand Floridian. You wouldn't buy it there? Absolutely. Of course you would. It's a no brainer. Speaking of lobbies that have a good smell, let's move over to the Polynesian. What do you say? I'm done with that candle. I burnt myself out, no pun intended. Well, regardless of that. Which story is this right here, Parts? Uh, I'm looking at the, the last couple here with the uh, Kona refurbishment. Okay, so this is uh, 
the last one or the last okay there's two the one is just the pictures and then one has some menu pictures on there but uh they closed kona i remember when they announced they were closing kona for refurbishment and you may not remember me saying this but it was a short refurbishment and i said that's a good sign because it means they don't have time to mess it up they're not going to destroy it with moana stuff and with that being said i also think that the polynesian has the nicest rooms on property with the moana stuff. with the moana stuff yes. right um i have to say they did an amazing job with this Kona How, doesn't that look good it looks so nice like that's what remember a week or two ago when you said like what would you want to make your your bit your man cave look like if you had like twenty five thousand dollars to spend on disney stuff and i said maybe a tiki bar i think i would want it to look like kona now Just i love that. that aesthetic look at that sign the sign right at the bottom that says this is kona cafe the sign is gorgeous those doors or the entryway is unbelievable it's so the, beautiful the light fixtures are beautiful everything about it i already love that restaurant and um you know, they didn't make drastic changes, but it's just so nice. Every, it, the entrance is gorgeous. The new sign, like you said. Would, would, would you go on record and say it's probably one of the most underrated restaurants there? Just because, what you call it, it's just such a cheerleader joint. Ohana just takes Ohana is just yeah. so cheerleader. And this is like an afterthought. And, man, I'll tell you, I, you get some good They have great food there. The breakfast and there it's is fantastic. always an easy reservation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I mean, I love what they did to it. Now, if you, I heard you say something about breakfast. I looked at the menus. I'm very underwhelmed with their breakfast menu. Yeah, that breakfast menu hasn't. Say, so guys, great. I get, I get. You know, we're still in the, you know, this COVID nonsense they that you're like hiding behind. On it now, right? and you're gonna have limited menus. But for crying out loud, I mean, your breakfast. Yeah, they the used to have a local. You have a vegan local moco. That is classic Hawaiian breakfast. And they don't have the regular one. Signature anymore. dish. And you don't have the regular local moco. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the Tonga toast is their big thing, and they have that still. The they Polynesian... have that, and then they have two, like two eggs or whatever, which is. Yeah, the egg platter, which everyone has. It's fine. whatever. Everybody has that. The macadamia nut pancakes are fantastic. That's what I get there. Yep. But. If you're not into the sweet breakfast, there's not a lot of options for it. That's correct. And I and I am not, you know, I I thought they had years ago the best steak and eggs on property. And now it's not even I, there anymore. Now it's a I still think it's a Grand Floridian Cafe because I haven't right. been to Topolinos. Well, what about Steakhouse 71? You said they have the, mm -hmm, the better. Mm -hmm. I still like the bre like something about having breakfast at the Polynesian, though. It's feels special. better. It's it's just nice, yeah. It's special because the monorail's there. It it just has that open lobby yes, with the, with the windows, lobby. and it's just always sunny and bright. You just feel like you're on vacation. You feel like you're on there. vacation because, like you said, we don't normally eat breakfast every day. Yeah, and to have a nice breakfast at a restaurant, it's Where chill and checking in or heading out to the parks or everything like that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And you get that feeling, and I've never stayed at the Polynesian. I get that feeling. Imagine, like, rolling out of your room and just going to your Kona breakfast and then, like, hitting up the pool for the day. Oh, what a day that would be. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, like, what you just digest. You just get a coffee to go and fart around in the gift shops for a little while and then go over and throw the swimming trunks on. Oh, and spend. that's amazing. It's great. I love it. Uh, but lunch and dinner obviously have good menus as well like they got some burgers on there so check out we had lunch there a couple years ago mm -hmm. that pot sticker hold on I'm, I'm trying to oh the appetizer yep the crispy pork and vegetable mm -hmm. pot stickers it's it's dumb you said it was ridiculous right it's dumb They got a couple extra items on the uh, the dinner menu than the lunch menu, but it, it's they both look they both look pretty good. So for lunch, you're basically getting you got a couple burgers, you got those couple appetizers. At dinner, there's more appetizers, there's a couple more entrees, and then you still have the burgers and the sushi as well. But it's. 
I don't know. It it seems like a great spot. I haven't had lunch or dinner there though. I have to say, but I'd I've be dying to go three, back. Actually, I just love what they did with it. I love it. Looks I love so the good. Look. Those Again, flowers just... that like flower morale morale against the uh, back wall over there or to the right when you first walk in looks so good. Like the colorful flowers that, that the whole wall. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I saw that. Yep. Those baskets, like the lights that like look like woven baskets. Oh, just everything about it. They did such a good job with it. They didn't shoehorn anything stupid into it. The seats are new. Like it just looks comfortable. It looks relaxing. It looks tropical. Like you want to be there. You want to hang that out. Resort, that, that resort is so perfect, and it was never high on my list. They did a great job with all their changes. They didn't everything screw it up. they've done. They've knocked yeah. it, and that's it. Brings me back to the contemporary. I cannot believe it. I, we were watching a video, and the last thing that they destroyed were the garden, uh, garden wings, garden wings. Yeah. So they find, and I'm like, well, you know, the bedding looks okay. It doesn't look like they threw IP all over the place. And then the girl like turned her camera around. I'm like, yep, they destroyed the garden wings too. I just can't imagine that the same company did. Those two to the up. contemporary, like they did the Polynesian, and then they did a follow up with the contemporary, and it's night and day. I don't know how that ha- could happen. It doesn't make a lot of sense, and it's almost universally agreed upon too. It's not like you're just being a grump about it. Like mm-hmm. some people like the Incredibles, and they're still saying it's like I don't know if I want my seven hundred dollar a night room to look like this. It just looks tacky. Just wait, they're coming for Bay Lake Tower, I'm sure, at some point, too. Mess that thing up. I was hoping. they. they I've heard that they're not going to destroy the DVCs. They can't. They, they can't. can't. I mean, they could. I, I wouldn't put it past them completely, but you, they almost have to say, like, all right, enough's enough. Just it. It's all, like you'd say the difference between the poly and the contemporary rooms. Look at the difference between the lobby and the rooms at the contemporary. Like they changed the right. steakhouse seventy one is perfect. The, the lobby's, lobby's perfect. Everything's they, perfect. And then you check into your room. You're like, where the hell am I? Like you want to go back to like the seventies and like kind of tweak it a little bit and put some like really goofy contemporary light fixtures. I have no problem with that. Oh, that'd be fine. Make it like retro great. contemporary. That'd be cool. But you got stickers like in your drawers. Yeah. It's very strange that they did that. Very strange. Like, again, if they destroyed the poly and then they destroyed Kona, I'd be like, okay, this is where they're going. But it's like, did you have two different te- like different teams on these different projects? Like, yeah. I just don't know how that happened. Doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Well, this last one, well, not last one, but the last one before our last one. So the penultimate one we have that the uh, character buffet is now back at Tusker House at Animal Kingdom. Is this ever one that's on your list? Because you know, I've you, never been. Yeah, you avoid the character the stuff generally, right? Yeah. But it's uh, I went there. I think once. Tusker House was was that always kind of like a Donald Duck yeah. centric? Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. I went on our honeymoon, and Sarah hated it, and I was just eh. And then I went with my parents once, and it was okay. I never really loved it. Like, what the, were these for? Brett? What? 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 what they were type both of like. Meal? Lunch dinner. I think lunch and dinner. I didn't. We've never had. Bre- I've never. So had what's if? There. What's the flair? It's like Boma, but not as good. Okay. It's like kind of like a warmed over Boma. And it's probably more expensive because it's in the parks and you and have it's got character. Characters. Yeah, it's definitely more expensive. Like breakfast is forty five dollars there for adults. However, that all that being said, as far as Animal Kingdom goes. It's almost a no-brainer, like, if you have kids. Like, where yeah. else are you going to take them? Right. For breakfast? Nowhere. Or even any other meal. I mean, it's tough to go to uh, Tiffin's, you know, get, like, if you have picky eaters that are kids, get them to Tiffin's. One, for what you're going to pay, and they might not even enjoy the experience. Tusker House is the is probably the way to go. I'd be willing to give it another shot. You know, there's always something you could find at a buffet, but sometimes you 
I don't know. You go into a buffet at Disney yeah. and you're expecting like a million things, and sometimes you you just get underwhelmed. There's just not as as many choices of what you wanted necessarily. Like especially like sometimes the breakfast buffet is there. They just go overboard on like the the fruit bar and the the pastries, and you got like two whole sections of all that stuff. And you're like, I don't want any of this. I want like the the meats and the eggs and the savory stuff. And they have like one thing of scrambled eggs, the Disney bacon, and then those like sausage patties, and that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I haven't had breakfast there, so I can't def- necessarily say, but I don't know. It's tough. I, it, it's got to be tough for you because you don't want to spend $45 <laughs> for breakfast. I don't want to spend additional money for characters for something that attracts more weasels. Right. You like you almost wish they had like a smoking and non. Right, Second. right, 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 right. Yep, yep. Smoking like you or could non. go in and, and like, would you like to sit in the non-character section for like $10 less? And be like, absolutely. You'd be no kids in that area. You save a little bit of money. You go up to the buffet, you go back in and no characters come in. They don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. That'd be the, that'd be the ideal for you, wouldn't it? That's why we just glom onto the normal good plays. Like just, it's hard to turn away from Boma. Almost so much when the food's it, ten times yeah. better than anywhere around, and it's like eighteen dollars less. Yeah, right. And it's just it's. What it's, was it? Twenty nine for breakfast? I think it's still laughable. Everybody, tell, oh, it's so. Yeah, it's expensive because you go to the cheerleader joints. Right. Like, put down the chef Mickey's and go go explore and go check something different out. I mean, twenty nine is still <clears throat> a lot for breakfast in general. Yeah, but you know what? If if you and I were hanging out here in Sarasota on a golf trip. We could find a place that was similar to Bowman and it was twenty nine ahead. We'd both go for breakfast and not even blink at it. Yeah, but then also you could go to like the filthiest like diner and probably spend like eleven bucks and have the best breakfast you've ever had in your yeah, life. Yeah, but we don't have filthy diners like you do in Rhode Island. That's true. It's very different. All right. So the last piece of news we have for this week is uh probably the biggest one, and that is that Fantasmic is back at Disney officially opened when this episode is released. It's coming out on November 3rd. They had like a cast preview last night and they made some changes. They they uh added some newer movies to it. They have Mulan and uh, Moana, which were not in it previously. And a lot of the same stuff as well. But it's just nice that they have the nighttime show back. Mm-hmm. I like Fantasmic. Anytime I go and I actually make a point to get in early and sit down and get a good spot and watch it, I'm like, it's a really good show. Oh, it's a great show. But I hate that it's so separated. Like It you is have so separated. It is such a pain to deal to with get just in to get out. in. Oh, it's yeah. awful. And I really don't like that aspect of it. And I think that's one of the things that I was thinking about it today. I think that's one of the things I loved about Illumination so much was that you could just like walk and then you get like, hit it. Oh, on your way it's, out. it's two of nine. Let me stop wherever Let I am. Let me stop and watch right it. here. Right. And watch this. Like you don't have to plan for an hour and a half ahead of time. Or I can watch walk, the show. walk toward the front of the park and hit it there. Right, like in Magic between Kingdom, Mexico and Canada, and then go hit the gift shop for ten minutes to let the crowds thin crowd, out yeah. a little bit, and then head home. Right, at Magic Kingdom, if you want to watch like the fireworks with the projection, you got to camp out an hour before or more. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Fantasmic; you got to find a spot and sit down and do that like a forty-five minutes before. You know, even the harmonious one, you have to find a good spot because you can't see it anymore from everywhere. Right. But Illuminations, it was like, just stop and watch it, and you can enjoy the show for what it is, and you hear the music, and you see the fireworks, and it's all good. Like, Magic Kingdom, you get the fireworks still, and it's fine, but you don't get the full show if you're not in front of the castle because of the projections and everything. So it makes a big difference, and Fantasmic is the most difficult one to get to. But it is worth it. And after a long hiatus, I'm glad to see it's back. It'll bring some life back to that park i think that it needs makes it a full back at its full strength now this is the first time like that park 
has had everything open since like Star Wars and Mickey and Minnie and like the Toy Story Land, all mm -hmm. that stuff and Fantasmic. Right. Yeah. This is the yeah, first it's, time it's everything's right been now. open. Yeah. Or complete. So that that's actually pretty interesting. Now you would not make a special trip to see Fantasmic again, but if you were in the studios, you would probably check it out that day. Yeah, you know, it's been so long since I've last seen it that I'm kind of getting the itch to see it. You might want to go up yeah. and hang out, walk around for a couple hours, grab dinner at the Brown Derby, and then go watch Oh, Fantasmic. do a nice Brown Derby. It's not a bad play. Oh, it'd be so nice to, like, just stay That fish it. dish I had was so good at Brown Derby. I keep thinking about that. Did they debone it okay? Yeah, there was no bones. It was perfect. And the skin was good. Remember, he said about like eating the, like the skin was edible, and I yeah. was a little nervous, but the skin was maybe my favorite part. Yeah, that that was a good dish. Everything there, my brace short was rib good. was fantastic. It's a great restaurant. Anyway, any final thoughts on that, or should we take our second break? We can take our second break. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back from break. Episode number 448 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Talks about Walt Disney World news, including the return of Fantasmic. And that music is so nerdy, isn't it's, it? It's so good. Very good. So good. I like that. Pumps you up at the end. Yeah, there was some eardrums being played. It's a good song. Hey, I'm looking at, at oh, some... Uh, yeah. At some uh, Facebook groups, okay, and we haven't. I haven't said anything about our new Facebook group called the WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Oh, is that right? Yes, you, you're a member. Sue Willing's that. a member, and I'm a member. But we haven't. I haven't really promoted it or invited many people. So if you hear this, go out and come in to that group. Let me know if there's invited. people who are listening. Okay, what's that? There you go. So if you're listening right now, you're officially invited into the you're, you're officially invited. It's a private group. There's two questions. They're very simple. And basically, like, what, what restaurant do you like? And that's about it. There you go. So you can be a, be a member, and then we'll get that form up and running a little bit. How about I'm, lo I'm looking oh. right now, and yes. it reminded me, because there's one that you don't follow that I, that I do. It's called the Disney Day Drinkers Club. Oh, you've told me about this one. So I'm looking at this, and this is perfect, right? So the guy's got, I don't even know what these drinks are, martinis. I only uh -huh. drink water and Bud Light. And it says, enjoying the game at the wave. And then he's checked in at the wave of American flavors. Which doesn't now, exist. Anymore. Which doesn't exist. And it was 55 minutes ago, which is perfect, because I could see messing up and going to check in, and it's showing you what you're right next to. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. But then to actually type that you're at the wave is brilliant. Like this guy either has no clue or he's completely intoxicated or a combination of both. Or he's being a, a smart ass like you would be. That I didn't I didn't even take that into consideration. Like you would check into like El Rio de Tiempo or something. Oh uh, that maybe that's not option. a bad play right there. That's a good yeah. leave. Right. Now, by game, does, is he talking about the World Series? Yeah, because there's a picture of the World Series. Okay. But that's how out of it I am on baseball. I was like, what game could they be watching? There's no football on. Yeah, so it's, yeah, great American pastime. Yeah, it's the best. It's I love watching uh, computer nerds decide who they should walk and strike out. It's fun. Putting your closer in in the second inning. 
that's baseball for you. Don't they call them uh, openers now? Or? Openers, yeah. That's openers, great. yeah. Nothing better. Imagine 1994 having Heathcliff Slocum start a freaking playoff game for the Red Sox as your opener. That'd be fun. So dumb. Anyway, anything else you want to add? I saw a, a notification on my YouTube. We've got it. So video. we've got, as promised, I did uh, my Il Molino dining review. Where I actually last, yep. physically measured the, the oh, chicken right. parmesan. That's right. Check that one out, and then you just posted a uh, shorty one today. Uh, just a little, a little shorty. We got uh, Susie's review of the ooey gooey toffee cake. At her first bite, her ever. first bite, and her first reaction, and whether or not I overhyped it. That's over on our YouTube channel. So YouTube.com, search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Um, you can find us on all social media platforms at WDWBTG. You could go to our website, wdwbtg.com. Subscribe to us wherever you find your podcast. Leave us a review. It does help. You can email the show, info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Anything else, partner? Nope, we're good. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 448 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y